Welcome to The Real Deal Report, the next level of independent news. This is uh, Jim Fetzer in Madison with Dean Ryan in Austin, back from his misadventure to Idaho and Mike Bear in Seattle. Have we got the news for you? We continue to honor Kristen Megan, who did such superlative work because she's paid the price. Facebook has deleted her page. This is completely outrageous and disgusting, but they're playing hardball. Kristen is obviously on the wrong side politically of Facebook, so they're going to punish her. Uh, Dean's come up with a sensational photograph. You have Dr. Fauci, Tony the Rat, Melinda Gates, and Barack Obama at the Wuhan lab in 2015. If this doesn't destroy the Democratic Party's chances for 2020, I can't imagine what could. He also has a photograph of Barack with Judge Emmett Sullivan, who has been holed out on Michael Flynn. The corruption involving Obama is profound. We also have Steve Bannon, clearly politically a motivated attempt, charging with fraud related to the border wall. They're trying to tie these things together, get two or three birds with one stone outrageous. Plus, there turns out to be a stunning meteorite that has just flown into the atmosphere. Fascinating. Dean, your thoughts? Well, as you saw, Obama and Judge Emmett, I believe that's uh, his name, that was from uh, the 1980s. I think Obama had a Gucci purse, if you look uh, closely to that. And um, I wonder who took the photo. Was it Michelle? I don't know. But it's very interesting. Steve Bannon, who's a total traitor, he, you know, he was financed by Jeffrey Epstein twice for Bannon's film company. And now it looks like Bannon was raising illegal funds for the wall. I don't know. I mean, it is a little peculiar how the New York uh, district attorney is taking it up and anything New York takes up with their legal team, you, you can just tell it's a total fraud. Doesn't mean Steve Bannon is uh, not guilty of some things. Of course, we know Steve Bannon is the reason we have Mike Pence. Well, Roger Stone told me, Jim, that it was Bannon who purposely had the Trump campaign plane uh, grounded in Indiana, told the pilot to shut his mouth and shut off the engine so he can allow Mike Pence, who was waiting in the lobby at the terminal, to come in and convince Donald to uh, take up the evangelical uh, all holier than now uh, Pence. So um, Steve Bannon is not a good man, but we'll see what happens. And Obama and Judge Emmett looks like they had a steamy love affair. That's pretty damn disturbing. Mike, your thoughts? Well, Jim, this is um, really a bunch of incredible developments. And of course, there's more to come. The first thing is our warrior princess, uh, Kristen. We lost her yesterday on Facebook. It's completely outrageous. Um, I can't believe I'm still on Facebook, given some of the things I've posted. Uh, maybe they'll get to me later. I hope not. Uh, it's a great way to communicate with people and keep, keep track of... Um, Keep track of others that uh, people from your past and things like that. It's deliberate targeting now of conservatives. And again, you know, all we ever hear from the administration is a lot of lip service. Oh, Donald Jr. bitches about it. Well, again, take these companies offline for a week. Let's take them offline. Let's cost them a couple billion dollars a piece. Google, 
Google, YouTube, uh, you know, Twitter, Facebook, take them offline for a week and tell them they can't come back online until they reinstate the following list of people. It's the easiest way to do it. Milo needs to have his Twitter account back. And, you know, these are things that could be done. And again, it's, it's kind of a failure to act on the part of the administration and people like Kristen who are trying to get the truth out are, are victimized by it. Hopefully she can come back with another page that Facebook doesn't catch on to for a while. Um, the pictures from the Wuhan lab, of course, we just need verification that is the Wuhan lab. If it is, like you say, Jim, this is nuclear. This is a nuclear bomb in the middle of the campaign because it will absolutely prove the collusion between Anthony Fauci, the deep state, Barack Obama, the Democrats, Bill Gates, and the Wuhan lab where we all know the coronavirus originated from. So, or well, maybe not originated, but was distributed from probably originated in Harvard University. So that would be incredible stuff. Let's hope that turns out to be a valid photo and it isn't from some other visit to some other Maryland lab or something. Um, the judge and Barack Obama, well, we all know Barack Obama appointed Emmett Smith or whatever his name is, Emmett Sullivan. I keep wanting to call him Emmett Smith because I'm thinking of the Dallas Cowboys running back. But, um, you know, again, this judge is the most corrupt ever. So why is it that everybody... Obama appoints is utterly completely corrupt. And then on that same page, we have. Did I freeze there? Yeah, okay. You guys we'll there? You guys there? Okay. Uh, you know, and then you have, um, uh, you know, Emma, uh, once again, the Steve Bannon thing where you have Democrats in the Southern District of New York, which is the most corrupt U.S. Attorney's Office in the land. I mean, there's a TV show called Billions, which is purely about the utter corruption of the Southern District of New York. And Trump has replaced. Parit Baraha, who was a criminal. He's replaced Berman, who was a criminal. But then he lets Barr pick the replacement, and Barr picks Berman's lieutenant to come in there. And guess what? Another political persecution. Now, again, I don't know if Steve Bannon is guilty of this or not. I believe Dean when he says Steve Bannon is not necessarily a good guy. But again, this is pure politics designed to go after somebody who's perceived as being close to Donald Trump and ISIS. I mean, if you look at the charges, it's mail fraud. Well, you know, that's what they charge everybody with when they have nothing, Jim. You make up something, they said you, no. you put something in the mail, it wasn't correct, and it's, quote, mail fraud. And conspiracy, oh, he talked about stuff? Again, that sh we'll have to wait and see. I want to see what the oh. indictments show. But, but I the, time, the timing is everything. This is, it is obviously totally contrived just for political effect. It's a PR gambit. The charges will disappear, but they've made the impression they wanted to make. It's total bullshit. Exactly. And I, I mean, I saw President Trump today, and he didn't really say much about it other than, I don't know what the case is. I've known Steve Bannon for a long time, and blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. But again, this is a sign of the weakness of Attorney General Barr. He could have appointed somebody who was a legitimate rock-ribbed, not just Republican, but American, a patriot, who was going to straighten out that office. Instead, he appointed somebody that he must have known was going to be part, was part of the deep state. So again, it just, it goes back to the weakness of Barr. And I don't even know, I can't decide whether Barr is simply weak weak need, or if he's just one of them, if he's just a traitor, if he's a wolf in sheep's clothing, if he's a Trojan horse inside the Trump administration, which is what I strongly suspect at this point is who William Barr really is. Now, Mike, I know you have breaking news about Q. Please do give us, I've given you control, show us the latest. Okay, let's, um, let's go over here and... So what we have is a question from Donald Trump's press conference yesterday afternoon, and I think it's really, really important. You got to listen 
very, very carefully to this exchange. During the pandemic, uh, the QAnon movement has been, appears to be gaining a lot of followers. Can you talk about what you think about that and what you have to say to people who are following this movement right now? Well, I don't know much about the movement other than I understand they like me very much, uh, which I appreciate. But I don't know much about the movement. Uh, I have heard that it is gaining in popularity. And from what I hear, it's, these are people that, when they watch the streets of Portland, when they watch what happened in New York City in just the last six or seven months. But this was starting even four years ago when I came here. Almost four years. Can you believe it? Uh, these are people that don't like seeing what's going on in places like Portland and places like Chicago and New York and other cities and states. And uh, I've heard these are people that love our country, and they just don't like seeing it. So I don't know really anything about it other than they do supposedly like me, and they also would like to see problems in these areas, like especially the areas that we're talking about, go away. Because there's no reason the Democrats can't run a city. And if they can't, we will send in all of the federal whether it's troops or law enforcement, whatever they'd like, we'll send them in, we'll straighten out their problem in 24 hours or less, okay? Well, at, at the crux of the theory is this belief that you are secretly saving the world from this satanic cult of pedophiles and cannibals. Does that sound like something you are behind? Or well, I haven't, I haven't heard that, but uh, is that supposed to be a bad thing or a good thing? I mean, you know, if, uh, if I can help save the world from problems, I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to put myself out there. And we are, actually. We're saving the world from a radical left philosophy that will destroy this country. And when this country is gone, the rest of the world would follow. Okay, Jim. So, um, you know, again, this is a really interesting situation in the sense that, that they are trying to set him up. They are absolutely trying to set President Trump up for a QAnon false flag. There have been no questions about QAnon going back the entire four years. It's been out there the entire time. He's never been asked about it before. Suddenly, they, the press try, wants to ask him about it. They're telling these stories. They're saying things like, well, what do you know about it? And you're are you trying to save the world from from satanic pedophiles and cannibals, trying to make it sound as nutty as they possibly can. And I think Trump may have made a mistake when he said, I know that they like me, because the next th this is a, absolutely a setup for a QAnon false flags. There's gonna be a shooting, a bombing, there's gonna be some kind of incident, I would say in the next week to 10 days, probably during the Republican convention, from somebody who they're gonna say is a QAnon supporter. They're already preparing the fake social media accounts right now for whoever the person is that's identified. And then they're gonna demand from the president at the Republican convention to disavow QAnon. That's what's going on. That's the plan and it could not be more transparent in my opinion. I think that's very clever. Dean, your thoughts? Well, yeah, I mean, maybe the QAnon supporter is going to be part of the Operation Martyr. Maybe they're going to take a pop at Biden or, or Kamala Lala Harris. You know, I don't know. Uh, it sounds like that's what they're gearing up to do because 
they can't win uh, with a normal election. I mean, if you saw the DNC, I mean, that was like watching a, a, an infomercial at three in the morning stoned on your couch eating Cheetos thinking, oh my God, is that Joe Biden trying to sell me a uh, wham shall? or ShamWow, whatever that's called. I mean, they, they, they'll do anything. I expect it. I think Mike is, uh, he hit it on the head. He nailed it. And they're going to try to pull a false flag where I believe, uh, Operation Minor aside, I believe they're going to try to take a pop at one of their own people uh, in, the, uh, in the DNC and, and blame a QAnon supporter. I think, I think the two of you are all over this. I don't, I don't disagree at all. Uh, Mike, we have a further slide about it. Would you like to discuss it? Yeah, this is an interesting analysis by an Anon on, uh, on I think, Akun. And basically, you know, they're, they're, they're saying the first thing he says is positive. They're gaining in popularity. He's nudging people to look into the answer to the question of why it's getting more popular. Um, he emphasizes the Q crowd is in agreement with him. I don't think that's a good idea, but basically, um, the, you know, the, the question comes down to in the middle here, is it true that you're secretly saving the world from a satanic cult of pedophiles and Satanists? And he, he looks at her and I think the key moment there is he says, is that supposed to be a bad thing? Yes. So I, I think he just absolutely, you know, went thug and slammed the door on her right there. But this, I think, my gut tells me that the Bannon story is one thing, but this is the story to keep your eyes on for the next week. Very good. Dean, did you want to add? Yeah, I, I think that's true. You know, uh, the Steve Bannon is kind of a mediocre story, meaning you already have to extremely hate Trump and be heavily involved in politics uh, to really know who Steve Bannon is. But everybody knows who QAnon is. Even the, the soccer moms hanging out at, you know, their, their kids' practices know QAnon. So this is a big story. It, it opens the door, Jim, to the, the cabal, to the, the um, cannibalism, to the satanic uh, pedophiles, to Hillary, to Obama, the whole Pizzagate thing. This is just the beginning of uh, major disclosure and the major awakening as we get ready for the October surprises and the return of Julian Assange and the, the uh, revenge of Roger Stone. So I can't wait. I, I, I think you guys are spot on. Meanwhile, the Democratic convention is a complete and total failure, virtually catastrophic. Broadcast range for the second night were off nearly 50% from 2016. The first night, they were down 25. It's getting worse and worse. The ratings for Tuesday night, they lost out to America's Got Talent. How bad is this? And here were the features. Uh, the, the, the Thursday we're going to have uh, Biden. That's tonight. But I'm telling you, from last night, it was just dreadful. Uh, Trump uh, defeated Obama by pointing out he spied on his campaign. And Trump Jr., hearing the guy who spied on the camp administration that would replace him talk about our democracy and values after he broke a 240-plus year tradition was truly amazing. John Cass got it right. The convention is ignoring the elephant in the room, urban violence, and how the DNC and Black Lives and Antifa are all tied together. Bernie Sanders had the only moment of real clarity by condemning Trump for authoritarianism, an odd choice for Sanders, who honeymooned in the Soviet Union, enjoying state-sponsored puppet shows. But he did say his socialist agenda has finally bent the establishment to its will. The Democrats, 
ideas we were once considered radical a few years ago are now considered mainstream. For uh, we know, however, this violence is a democratic phenomenon. You impose an electoral map over the murder distribution map. It's all the communities, it's all the towns controlled by the Democrats. Trump has made a point of it, emphasizing that the violent cities are controlled by Democrats. Look, again and again and again, this is fairly astonishing. Now they're putting it into an ad that I think very much strikes home. They're, 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 they're forced at peaceful protesters. The vast majority of the, of the protesters have been peaceful. And they're going and just pulling people off the street to make it seem like there are problems going on when all that's happening are peaceful protests. And our peaceful protesters' ability to get out at night. Most of these protests have been peaceful. I applaud these protesters. The majority of these protesters are peaceful. They have been peaceful for weeks. It has continued, uh, for the most part, peaceful. It was peaceful. We had a number of peaceful protests. Dean, your thoughts? Yeah, it looks like the Democrats uh, helped make that video to, to be the uh, A-lister it was. I mean, it was like, yes, these are peaceful. These are really peaceful protests. Oh. Yeah, I mean, Jim, are they high? Are they, what drugs are they on? Because I need it now. I want what they're on. I want the, 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 the subversion of reality. I want the drugs that the Democrats take. And that's what I'm- Do they about. think nobody's gonna notice? I mean, this is just completely absurd. Jim, and, and let me just add two. Yeah. Uh, I know America's Got Talent beats DNC and they're taking flack for that, but Wednesday night's America's Got Talent was pretty good. So, uh, <laughs> Rick, when you watch that, I mean, that little girl can well, sing. There was no talent on display at the DNC. Mike, the little thought. girl can sing, Jim. Mike, your thoughts? Jim, the way it's going, I wouldn't be shocked if a 10-year-old repeat of me on Ancient Aliens with the full mullet and the diamond earring beats the DNC in terms of ratings. It's, it's coming, I think. For sure. That ad is great because, again, you know, I got a perfect slogan for the White House. Don't let the Democrats do to America what they've done to these or what they've done to your city. You can use that one, too. Great slogan. And again, first thing out of the gate they've got to address at the Republican convention next week is going to have to be the violence in the cities. Now, again, I believe the QAnon false flag is they're going to try to put that bomb right in the middle of the Republican convention and overwhelm it. But I think the Republicans can't allow that to happen. Trump cannot allow that to happen. What am I saying, Republicans? It's really not the Republican Party anymore. It's it's the Trump Party. It's, it's a Trump new independent party. party. You're right. Trump Independent Party that puts Republic, you know, conservatives like me and and liberals like you together, and and is we're united in in getting rid of the corruption in our government. Um, and I think that that's really going to be important. And what we've had for the last week, and it's gonna it's going to really peak tonight, it's going to come to its, its crescendo tonight, is how much the Democrats hate Donald Trump. That's all they've been talking about is how much they hate Donald Trump. And what Donald Trump's going to do next week is he's going to show America how much he loves America. So the Democrats are nothing but we hate Donald Trump, and, and Donald Trump is going to say, well, I love America. And by implication, and they should probably state this overtly, if you hate Donald Trump, then you hate the America that he stands for. And I think that's, again, I think all the power is with Trump. The only thing that I think could throw a monkey wrench into this is, is the QAnon false flag. And we just got to keep our eyes out to see where that comes from, where, where it happens.
I'll tell you, Mike, I don't think even that would be enough. I don't think it would do it. Meanwhile, we have a Norwegian psychiatrist claiming Joe Biden is suffering from dementia. This is Norwegian psychiatrist Fred Hagen claiming Biden is suffering from dementia. His condition is worsening at galloping speed. Anyone who pays attention, the psychiatrist asserts Biden's behavior at campaign events and debates over the past few months has been characterized by forgetfulness, mischief, confusion, gaffes, and aggressions indicative of someone who's struggling to perform basic mental functions. Meanwhile, the DNC, Ted Perez, put lobbyists in charge of reviewing DNC member conditions for a political party whose platform calls for sustainable economic growth that'll create good paying jobs and raise wages. They appointed a lot of lobbyists for major corporations who oppose wage growth to its top committees. Outrageous. Meanwhile, why are Facebook fact checkers, Twitter, FDA, Democrats, and their allies in the mainstream working so hard to discredit the inexpensive, completely effective treatment, HCQ, as a treatment for COVID-19? Very damn strange. In, in May, Trump explained to the rabid media he's been taking HCQ and zinc as a preventative measure. He blasted the media on July 29th for their shameful bullying and his suggestion that HCQ should be used. It's actually the perfect solution to the problem. Meanwhile, Karen Whitsett, a Democrat state lawmaker from Detroit, Michigan, a swing state, was blasted by her own party in April for publicly thanking President Trump for suggesting HCQ to save her life. Immediately following her public praise of President Trump, uh, that others might be cured by taking the wonder drug, the Democratic Party in Michigan voted to censure her. This is disgusting beyond belief. Dean, your thoughts. Yeah, if you really want to know what politics is about, and I, I've told people, politics is really about uh, blackmail, leverage, death threats, bribery, financial gain, and also um, sexual promises. And if you're into that stuff, then the Democrat Party and, and almost half of, not all of the Republican Party are about that, you know, i.e. Mittens, Romney, i.e. Lindsey Graham. So this is what we're dealing with. We are dealing with a, a, a James Bond movie and, and the Democrats are the Dr. Evils and the Republicans are the Judas goats. Some of them, not all, I do understand, there's always a diamond in the rough or there's some rough in the diamonds. Now, with that said, Jim, Tom Perez is a total POS like Joe Biden. Although Joe Biden does have dementia, I guess we have to feel sorry for him, but Jimmy has selective dementia. Every time there's a new crime on him, he forgets who he is just a little more. I mean, he called himself uh, yesterday in the DNC that was, uh, by, by the way, I watched the DNC convention accidentally and I almost gouged my eyes out and, <laughs> and went to my neighbor's house and punched him in the mouth. That's how much I hated the DNC, uh, you know, whatever. It was so bad, it was good. I started liking it after a while and I started questioning my sanity. But Biden has selected dementia. Tom Perez is a little rat. He looks like a rat. I bet he smells like one too. And remember, Jim, they had to raise money in Mexico last year because they couldn't raise money here. That's why they want the Planned Parenthood to give money. But let's remember who Tom Perez is. He is the head of the DNC. He raised money in Mexico. He wouldn't hand over the Clinton hard drives during the 2016 elections. They put him in crowd strike somewhere in Iceland and up some, you know, goat herder's ass. 
And then he won't even hand over the California voting machine, Intel. They want California up in their pocket next to Xi Jinping and the Chinese Communist Party. So I hate Tom Perez. He needs to be arrested. He needs to be lynched like Jussier Smollett. And we need to teach these people a lesson. And that's it. And I still want the drugs that the Democrats are on. <laughs> Mike, your thoughts? Wow, I don't like Tom Perez much either. Um, <clears throat> I won't go with the rest of it. But uh, yeah, he's uh, a complete scumbag. You know, again, I, I think the key thing with Biden is, look, I had an uncle who, who eventually passed away of Alzheimer's. And I remember the first time, I think it was Thanksgiving, and old Uncle Herb asked me the same question about five times. And I realized, oh, there's something wrong here. I'm just going to tell you, Joe Biden is exponentially worse than my Uncle Herb was when they took away his right to handle his own affairs. Uh, Joe Biden is completely mental. He's lost it. And, you know, it could be an act. Here's the thing, Jim. It could be an act. We know he had the brain surgery to try to cure his sexual deviance. We know he's got all these other problems. Um, and, and again, the thing to do, don't forget, kids, the drinking game. Every time they change cameras, and I suspect they're going to have two or three cameras on Joe Biden tonight. Every time they change cameras, take a shot or take a sip of your beer, because that means they've gone from one pre-recorded segment to another pre-recorded segment. And what's going to be hilarious, Jim, and I might even have to watch this, what's going to be hilarious is, is just how often they have to cut that. Like, can he even remember two or three lines in a row, even if it's in front of him on a teleprompter? We'll have to wait and see. But again, if, if, if this actually were a live speech tonight, it would become painfully obvious how medically unfit Joe Biden is to be president of the United States. Yeah, I agree completely, uh, Mike. And I don't think it's uh, an act. You, we've seen his deterioration taking place where he didn't know what state he was in. He didn't know what office he was running for. Didn't know if this was his wife or the, the senator was introducing him. Meanwhile, what's coming to Melbourne? People trackers. Melbourne seems to be the advanced guard the beta test. Meanwhile, less than half of Americans say they'll get a coronavirus vaccine. 44% of adults say they would get it. 22% saying they wouldn't. 32% saying they aren't sure. 44% say they would. But I'm telling you, the differences of opinion are stark. The majority of Democrats, seniors, Asians, making at least 100,000 when those with college degrees say they would get the vaccine. As of views on the coronavirus more broadly, 67% of adults say they are worried they or family members will be exposed. 53% say it's more of a health crisis than economic. 70% say they wear masks every time they leave the house. Stunning stuff. Meanwhile, a Soros-backed ethicist, and I'm telling you, this guy is as corrupt as they come, says people who refuse coronavirus vaccines should lose their jobs or be imprisoned. I would be willing to debate this guy any day. His sense of morality is atrophied and hopelessly inadequate. He's, he's embracing illegal, immoral conduct and defining it the opposite. I say, I think Donald Trump has a great chance to give the Americans something free they could really use, HCQ. Give the American people free HCQ they don't have to take the vaccine. They hate vaccines. And they'll praise, they'll sing his praise to their dying day. Dean, your thoughts? 
You know, I have a vaccine for that little nerd that we saw on the screen earlier. You know, since he loves vaccine, I produced a vaccine. I'm the new Merck. So I have a Dean Ryan vaccine that he's going to get whether he likes it or not. If he doesn't like it, well, that's too bad. And yes, I will punch a guy with glasses. He should know. Now, uh, moving on, uh, Melbourne is in deep trouble. Australia is in deep, deep, deep trouble. They are on major lockdown. They have quarantine camps. Uh, coming up everywhere. They have people trackers that you saw coming from Shenzhen, China. They're like these sensors and temperature sensors too, so they can gauge everyone in a Jewish concentration camp that we saw in World War II. It's now in Australia, where I have tons of family and I'm worried sick every day. I'm getting really upset now the more I think about it. So we have to do something because if we let uh, Australia you know, they're, they're going to need some help because they're only 24% of that whole uh, uh, country is habitated by people. And the majority of people there, Jim, are socialists because China owns Australia. They, know, they own all the natural water reserves in Australia, just for starters. And now, and now you can't even leave your home in Melbourne unless you go straight into the quarantine camp. And what do we see in California? What do we see in California? We don't have the video on the show, and I'm going to put it on a late night update soon. We see the cages rolling out in Northern California with toilets in them say, because they're getting ready for their quarantine camps as we enter into the phase four of the vaccine rollout, which, by the way, if you don't want to be in the quarantine camp in, in Australia, you have, that, you have the right to do that. But they're mandating vaccines now in Australia. You want out? Well, you got to bend over, cough, and you get pricked in the ass. And I'm tired of these people telling us we got to accept it because I was in Idaho recently. I was kicked out of a hotel lobby. I was kicked out of a, 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 a restaurant. I was looked at weird when I was in the airports. And I'm sick of being around zombies. And if they want to force a mask on me, well, we're going to start having to force something else on them. And I don't want to say it on air, but that, that, that's the point I'm, I'm, I'm at right now. All right. Thank you. Said it well. Dean, Mike, your thoughts? situation in Australia is totally out of control. It is absolutely Gestapo tactics. It is completely against everything in, in, that, you know, we stand for in terms of human rights and constitutional rights here in the U.S. And I, there's just, th this has to be something, I would love to see the president push back on this a little bit and, and start asking some serious questions of Australia. Remember, they were deeply involved in the fake steel dossier efforts to basically remove President Trump from office. So the Australian government cannot be trusted. It's a leftist globalist government pot, bought and paid for by George Soros. He basically owns the company, uh, the country or some other people behind him uh, own it. So again, this is a very drastic, very bad situation. And if it isn't stopped, nipped in the bud now in Australia, it's gonna come to the US if it hasn't already. And as Dean's pointed out, it really has in many ways come already. As for this bioethicist, yeah, he is a complete tool. Um, there is no reason for anybody to have to take any vaccine for this flu that's going around. And as Dr. Zev Zelenko has pointed out, the guy who came up with the hydroxychloroquine treatment, there is an over-the-counter treatment you can take to help you fight off the disease. It's, it's Qcertin, 500 milligrams a day. It's elemental zinc, 25 milligrams a day and 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C. Take that, you'll be fine. You'll never catch the disease. And if you do, it'll be mild and go away very, very quickly. And Mike, if Trump is willing to give vaccines to the American people, they are much more expensive. Hydroxychloroquine costs a fraction. Give that to the American people. Yep. Stand behind the real science and pull the plug on this whole scheme to destroy America. He will be admired and rewarded and praised 
to his dying day. That is what he must do. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Real Deal Report. Please visit our website at realdealmedia.com. This is uh, Jim Fetzer in Madison with Dean Ryan back in Austin, Mike Barron in Seattle with more from The Real Deal Reports. Michelle Obama was humiliated as the AP fact-checked her hand on immigration or talking point during her speech. This reeks of incompetence by the DNC that they would allow her to go on and make claims that have already been shown to be false. Speaking the first night, Michelle insisted Obama that Trump and his administration use cages to house immigrant migrant children at the southern border. She lamented that Americans are forced to watch in horror as children are torn from their families and thrown into cages. She's right that Trump's now suspended policy separated thousands of children from their families, but what she did not say is the same cages were built and used in her husband's administration for the same purpose. This is the Associated Press, mind you. Not stopping there, the AP went on to add Michelle's reference to cages was misleading, a persistently distorted narrative parroted by Democrats since 2016 because Trump was using facilities built during the Obama-Biden administration to house children at the border. Chain link enclosures inside border facilities where migrants were temporarily housed, separated by sex and age. The AP even mentioned the viral photos of the children in detention camps. Democrats have circulated to try to shame Trump were actually taken in 2014. The images depicted some of the thousands of unaccompanied children held by President Barack Obama in those very cages and facilities for which they're criticizing President Trump. Meanwhile, we know about Michelle. Here we have Joan Rivers having told us, we, when asked if we'd ever have a gay president, she told the reporter, we already have the first gay president with Obama, so just let's calm down. You know, Michelle is a tranny, a transgender. We all know it, too. Meanwhile, we had the issue. According to the Gallup poll, who's the most admired woman, Michelle or Melania? Well, Michelle happens to be a real woman. Melania is not. I mean, just look at the comparison there. Just look at the comparison. That's it all. Melania, Melania is the real woman, and Michelle is not. <laughs> You got that mixed up. <laughs> Melania, yeah, of course, is a real woman, and Michelle is not. I mean, take a look at the photographs. That tells it all. Exactly. Dean, your thoughts? Well, you know, I'm concerned about the hypocrisy. I mean, can you imagine the hypocrisy with Michelle Obama? Is, uh, you know, I'm concerned about, hey, how about the, 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 the parents who lost their kids? How about the kids they ripped away from that judge in Illinois to be the Obama's kids? How about that? Come on. Who, I care about their kids more than they do. And let's get the record straight, okay? You know, my, my, my facts don't end when other liberals' feelings begins, all right? So I want to cut that crap out because 30% of the kids, Jim, that, um, that, are, that, are, uh, that are held in, in detention centers at the border by the Border Patrol, well, 30% of them are trafficked here, and that's being conservative. So when you see a kid or a bunch of kids with one adult, they don't know 
if that kid belongs to that person or if that person is the coyote uh, trafficker and they don't even know how to find these kids' parents. So they got to do DNA testing. They got to put them in these facilities that were all the photos that we saw all over the inquiry and everything. That was from 2014. But, oh, oh, you can't say that up to anyone because that goes against their narrative because they're so stupid. We got the dumbest uh, generation ever telling us what reality is. And we should just start over and delete them and cancel them. And, and moreover, uh, we have 80% of the women and kids that, that, that cross the border, uh, uh, you know, with coyotes or alone, 80% of those women and children are raped. That is an Amnesty International fact. But facts don't matter where other people's feelings begin. And that's the kind of world we're living in and uh, where we have a tranny telling us what reality is. Spot on, Dean. Mike, your thoughts? Yeah, pretty good stuff, Dean. Um, yeah, and again, it is true. 70% of the kids that are coming to the border are being trafficked across the border, and 90% of those are being trafficked by the Mitt Romney and LeBaron Mormon crime family. So those are the people that are bringing these kids across the border in the first place. Um, and again, you know, it, it, is it surprising that they fact check Michelle? Not really, Jim, because they're going to fact check her on the little things that don't matter. I mean, kids at the border is not going to be a major campaign issue in this presidential election. What they won't fact check her on is anything that's important. And that's the key thing. Well, it was embarrassing, Mike, because she was the lead powerhouse speaker the first night. And, and to get these things so badly wrong, I mean, just really terrible. Meanwhile, you got a Black Lives uh, Matter leader from New York City uh, going on television and declaring, if this country doesn't give us what we want, then we will burn down this system. He says he could mean that figuratively or he could mean it literally, but I think everyone got the message. It was completely disgusting. The same guy was defending looting because the U.S. steals and pillages from other countries. I mean, talk about a straw man. This is just completely ridiculous. Uh, uh, this is Martha McCollum asking Newsom his thoughts on Rudy Giuliani's comments on her show that the larger BLM movement is a domestic terrorist organization, which is doing rioting and looting, of course, itself. He called Giuliani a blowhard who runs his mouth. Uh, McCollum tried to bring the focus back to what he had said. He also bizarrely claimed Giuliani should have condemned the KKK as terrorists responsible for bloodshed for hundreds of years when in fact uh, the KKK was founded by Democrats pushing back against Republican reconstruction in the South, was still supported by Democrats in the modern era, even Biden called KKK supporters fine people. I mean, it's stunning. Meanwhile, when teachers call the cops on parents whose kids skip their Zoom classes, things are getting pretty bad. There's one thing the public school system shouldn't be doing right now, making life even more hellishly difficult for parents, yet many teachers in Massachusetts are contacting authorities to report parents for suspected child abuse if the kid fails to show up for Zoom classes. This is completely absurd and disgusting. Meanwhile, Forrest, appropriately, if I die, don't let me vote for Biden. Dean, your thoughts? 
Well, oddly enough, I, I was talking to my aunt and I said the same thing. If I die, because I'm back here in Austin, I have a good chance of dying, people. I'm surrounded, as you can see, I'm surrounded by the, the um, well, uh, I don't know, the insurgency from Iraq that came here to Austin. I have no idea. So uh, I want to ask the BLM leader. I want to ask him a very legitimate question. Is he going to condemn John Wilkes Booth for assassinating Abraham Lincoln? If he doesn't, then he's for assassination of the guy that freed the slaves in the 1800s. So uh, clearly he's pro-murder and pro-death. Then again, I say, will he uh, call for the uh, condemnation of the MTV VMA Awards, giving uh, uh, Taylor Swift a, a, a new artist award and not Kanye West? Clearly, he might be racist if he doesn't do that. In fact, Jim, I have a whole list of things he needs to condemn or else I'm going to call for his banning in society because if that's how we're going to play, then I'm way better at it than he is. And, you know, he wants to burn down cities. Well, go ahead. Burn your shitty Metroplex cities where all the Democrats have the stronghold. We'll create our new society around that. And I'm not just talking about white people. I'm talking about real American people, real people of the West, England, Australia. We don't need these little rat infested, little BLM stank holes with, with Mayor Stankfoot telling us what reality is. And I'm waiting for him to condemn John Wilkes Booth and, and a whole list and whole host of other people. I want condemnation by my desk tomorrow at 6 a.m. The, definite, the silence is deafening from the Democrats when they won't speak out against urban violence, BLM and, and Antifa. Mike, your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's time to just take all these quotes and show them to people during the Republican convention next week, put them in ads, let this guy come on and speak and just say not one single day. Let this guy have his speech. Let him say all that crazy stuff and then just follow it up with not one single Democrat, including Joe Biden or Kamswala Harris, has condemned these statements. So the, so the Democrats are promising to do for America what they've done for Minneapolis, to do for America what they've done for Chicago. It's, it's the best series of campaign ads I can imagine. And, you know, Mr. President, get on it right now. Yeah, I agree, Mike. I, 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 I could foresee an election where the Democrats got no votes at all. Meanwhile, Scott Ritter has written a nice piece about how U.S. intel is claiming Iran was paying bounties to kill Americans in Afghanistan, which is pure parody. Uh, uh, it was Russia in June, now it's Tehran. Don't U.S. analysts understand the Taliban doesn't need any more motivation to target American troops and simply politicize unintelligence that isn't fooling anyone. According to CNN, the Iranian government has paid bounties to the network of terrorists close to the Taliban for six attacks on U.S. and coalition forces in Afghanistan in 2019, including one on December 11th, which targeted Bagram Air Base north of Kabul and wounded four U.S. personnel. While there is evidence to suggest Iran and the Taliban enjoyed some sort of a relationship dating back to 2007, the relationship seemed focused on supporting Taliban forces based out of West Af Afghanistan along the border with Iran. No evidence the relationship included the payment of bounties for targeting U.S. personnel. The Iran uh, had a bounty allegation was leaked by persons in the U.S. intel community who have no qualms about injecting manufactured and or misleading intelligence into the American news cycle at a crucially sensitive time with less than 90 days remaining until the 2020 presidential election. 
instead of seeking to embarrass President Trump, this leak is designed to bolster the Trump administration's argument that Iran is a threat worthy of sustaining a major confrontation at the Security Council, which could threaten the legitimacy and viability of that organization. In the end, the motives behind the intelligence leak are irrelevant. The U.S. intelligence community, through its repeated use of well-timed leaks to influence policy by deceiving the American public about the truth, has shown itself to be a highly politicized institution that operates at the whim of nameless partisan operatives not in the best interests of the United States. If only it could return to its original role of gathering intelligence. Trump's demanding snap bank sanctions on Iran, but we have failed before, we're gonna fail again. I'm a strong supporter of President Trump, but in his foreign policies, he committed another many blunders, and this appears to be one more of them, alas. Dean, your thoughts? Well, I have a very different take uh, than probably you or Mike on this. I had a, uh, in, a, a special forces insider give me some information on Iran, which actually kind of highlighted my feelings on Iran, which, by the way, are very beautiful people, their culture. Uh, uh, I believe Jim asked me, Jim, what was it, two years ago to do an Iranian film festival out here in D.C., which I think it, it's wonderful. There's tremendous artists all over the Middle East that, that we need to display that have nothing to do with any of this stuff. With that said, I think we're not necessarily fighting Iran. That's just the label on it. We're fighting a deep state, CIA controlled by Brennan in the, the, the leftovers of the Obama and, and, and neocon Bush administrations that have interest in keeping Iran, the producer of their kabuki theater of the ISIS al-Qaeda, to then create the domination of, 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 of uh, this new world order conglomerate. So with that said, we go back to Beirut. I was told that Beirut was an actual, indeed, missile fired by Israel because Iran had some, hum uh, they had their weapons in Lebanon, but that hub was a major human trafficker of Lebanon, a human trafficking hub. So we're fighting a deep state CIA based in Tehran and they're on their last leg because they're in negotiations with Trump. Trump wants the leverage. He called in a favor. They blew up that little um, trafficking hub, and that's who it is. Just like I think the same thing about Israel and China. We're fighting deep state factors in all these countries, and we need to clean them out, and let's have a peaceful world. And I think we're getting closer there by, by the day, although it doesn't feel like it. But anyways. Mike, your thoughts? Well, you know, we do know from history, historically, that there have always been, you know, ever since this Middle East war started, which should never have happened, thanks to Colin Powell, that, um, you know, there have been bounties on U.S. troops from various parties. Saddam had was paying 25000 The Hezbollah was paying 25000 to anybody who blew up uh, a bomb and killed Israelis that martyred themselves. Iran was behind a lot of that. We know all these things. These are established. But the, the fact, the idea that this is news isn't really important. I, I mean, again, I think what's important is the geopolitical aspect of this here, which is that the Iranians are apparently on the verge of breaking. And, you know, Jim, I fundamentally disagree with you. I believe if there was a free and fair election in Iran, the, the current government would be thrown out in about 90 seconds, and they would simply replace it with a, with a democratically elected government. And I agree with, I agree with you, Dean, 
Persian women are one of my favorites. I, I love the people of Iran and I really want to see their country start to prosper as opposed to what's been going on, what's been going on there for the last 40 or 50 years since Jimmy Carter instigated the coup that threw the Shah out. Uh, all I would emphasize is that Scott Ritter's point in mind too is the politicalization of in, our intelligence community, and I think we'd all agree on that, Mike. Here we have some uh, some fan mail, Mad Poke. Mike, wear your cheap trick T-shirt to the coronation. I dare you, BMW lover. Thank you all so much. Great truth bombs. We want voting booths. Angie. The commercial just was weird in the attire she wore. I instantly thought of the Scarlet Women distraction. Love Kristen's power and passion. We worldwide need more women who's who are genuinely interested in truth and doing something about what's wrong with the world. Matt Pope, oh my God, Kristen channeling Dean. You can almost picture the facial hair. Well, no, it was a touching moment. I was very amused. Spoonful. Mike Dukakis would have made an excellent president. Nobody has ever accused him of corruption. Cool guy, lives down the street. Help me, Rhonda Fleming. Mike, you are naive to think Trump has any power. He is a puppet. COVID-19 is a distraction from the failed economy. The country is in deep shit. Whatever, Dean Ryan, marry me. Deb Tipka, Jim, I'm 64 and I think I'm a realist, but the video of JFK Jr made me bawl my eyes out. He was such a stunning human being. There's no way to know how much we lost when we lost him, but we have to face the reality of it. He is gone. Dean, your thoughts. Hey, uh, to Deb, it ain't over till it's over, okay? Just let's see what happens here. I'm a betting man, I'm a, I'm a gambling man, and I'm a rambling man too, so you got your pick. Uh, you know, I wanna thank Kristen Megan. Uh, for that wonderful uh, impression that I, I mean, it's it's almost, uh, she needs a little work on it, but yeah, we, it's an A for effort. And thank you, Kristen, for filling in for me. I'm sorry, uh, doing the show got you uh, targeted and, and taken down. That's just, uh, that, that's part of the, uh, the real deal experience. I mean, I'm a living proof of it. And uh, uh, Persian women absolutely are gorgeous. Uh, Jim, I, I mean, we could have a Persian Miss Universe right now pageant because they are some of the most gorgeous specimens this world has ever produced. And it's a shame that they're forced to wear burqas and, and cover their face. They're just absolutely gorgeous. And, uh, and you go look at the ones in LA. I mean, same with the Lebanese women, if I may add. I did go to Lebanese Festival in Vegas a year ago and I learned a lot about the, the culture that is. So that's very uh, interesting and uh, you know, uh, Hey, thank you to the fans. It's good to be back. And uh, there's some interesting things happening. So I got to tell you about it sometime. It's, it's incredible. Mike, 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 your thoughts. Well, well, don't worry. JFK Jr. is alive and well. And there he is right there over President Trump's shoulder at one of the many rallies he's attended. So don't worry about it. He really is there. He's not gone. He's coming back. We're all going to see him again. And uh, yeah, I think the biggest reason to get rid of this current Iranian government, Jim, is so that we can go over there and do the whole Persian wife thing. You know, if you can do it in Thailand and the Philippines, why can't I go to Persia and find myself a nice little petite Persian princess to bring back for wife number two? Uh, I'm hoping that's the case. I'm hoping that we get to that point here in 2021. And again, the, the other statement that Trump, Trump is a failure or a puppet and that, that the, the COVID is to cover for the failing economy. The economy was booming. The economy is now booming that it's been restarted. 
Larry Kudlow said this morning we're going to have more than 20% growth in the next two quarters. I think he means 20% in the third quarter and 20% in the fourth quarter. Those will be record-breaking numbers. The V-shaped recovery is going. We created 9 million jobs in the last three months. All three of these months, June, July, and August, are record months for job creation. So the Trump economy that was shut down artificially has been restarted and only slightly and it's absolutely booming. So, you know, I, I don't know what to say to people that live in that kind of fantasy land. Great, great point. Meanwhile, for my final thought, false flags, bear in mind, are legal propaganda produced by the Department of Defense after Barack Obama nullified the Smith-Mutt Act uh, uh, by the Smith-Mutt Modernization Act of 2012 in time to bring a Sandy Hook the Boston bombing, Orlando, Dallas, Charlottesville, Las Vegas. You need to understand how to spot and identify these. You need to understand how completely fake and fabricated is a coronavirus. Here are some of the shows available for you at Jim, the Conspiracy Guy. You can watch them anytime. I highlight in particular how to spot a false flag and how to spot a false flag part two. Meanwhile, uh, this is going to go viral. I predict a million Americans will have seen it by tonight. It's going to put a dagger through the Democrat campaign. It's going to expose Obama as a traitor to the nation. And I say to seal the deal, instead of offering Americans a, a vaccination, offer them HCQ Donald Trump. You got millions of doses available. It will guarantee the country recovers from this effort to destroy it and put the end to Don to to Bill Gates, Henry Kissinger, Tony the Rat Fauci, and the other medical mafia who are trying to destroy the once great America. We can restore it. We can make America great again. Meanwhile, for more, check out my blog at jamesfetzer.org, on Twitter at Jim Fetzer. That was a tweet, my latest tweet you just saw. Mike Barra official, including at Mike Barra 2, PayPal slash Mike Barra, Dean Ryan TV, Real Deal Media. We're moving forward with the aid and assistance of Blake Walling. Final thoughts, Dean, yours. I do want to thank everyone's concern about my travels to Idaho where I went to do some scouting and then I thought there was a plan for me with a certain individual that backfired uh, just horribly, total destruction, um, everything you can imagine. And if this picture is any depiction of uh, what my uh, past 72 plus hours were like, uh, that's pretty accurate. Uh, with that said, uh, we got some great specials coming this weekend uh, and we'll tell you more about that tomorrow. Also, we got a killer article, Jim, about the new stimulus package coming out from one of our new writers who's going to be doing some great work and helping me out in the writing department. And guys, I'm telling you, this is getting really serious. There's going to be a six-week major, major, major lockdown coming, and it's going to be tied to the stimulus where they're going to introduce the new digital dollar that's going to be backed by China. Now, Trump is trying to counter that with the uh, digital blockchain dollar uh, backed by gold, the American uh, version of that. So it is a struggle. But nonetheless, guys, we're looking at a six-week lockdown in a major hot war in every iconic American city near you. So that's why I'm trying to get the hell out of Austin right now because I am. they, they just voted to get rid of the cops. So, uh, you know, I'm a little on edge. I'm a little angry. And I'm a little disappointed. 
one in certain people who uh, I hope they're watching. And, uh, but, but I will prevail. I shall prevail. I cannot be killed by conventional weapons. So that's how I feel. And um, that's the news to me, Jim. Mike, your final thoughts. Yeah, I think, uh, again, pay attention to um, Joe Biden made a big deal out of not letting tr Donald Trump drill for, quote, uranium in the Grand Canyon. Let me just tell you, Jim, there's a shit ton of gold in the Grand Canyon, and they're going to go in there looking for uranium, and they're going to find gold, and that is going to be used to back the new U.S. dollar. It's going to be a big part of the backing of this new uh, asset-backed currency that, system that we're going to go to either this year or early in 2021. It's, it's definitely coming. And the other thing to keep uh, your, your eyes on, again, the Wuhan lab, if those photographs are verified as being the Wuhan lab, that is explosive. And the most important thing, the thing that's on my mind, is watch for the QAnon false flag this weekend or early in the next week, especially. Keep your eyes out, spread it around far and wide. Let everybody know that this might be coming. So when it happens, there'll be a huge pushback and people won't believe it. They'll see the staged aspect of it. I think that's, I think that's what we can do at our end is we can say, look, when this happens, be prepared for it, tell people about it so they don't buy into it. The DNC story about the lobbyists being given a key role reflects the fact that the Democratic Party is owned by big pharma. Uh, they love free stuff, but they're not going to give you HCQ for free because that would destroy their primary sponsors and they think they can get away with destroying the nation over this coronavirus. Trump must not let it happen. He can save the nation, destroy Bill Gates and this sinister plan by giving HCQ to the American people for free. 100% guaranteed re-election right there. Spell it out in three letters, H-C-Q. This is Jim Fetzer in Madison. I'm so pleased to be with the excellent reporters, Mike Barron in Seattle, Dean Ryan in Austin. These guys are doing a great job. We're going to continue and persevere getting the truth to you right from the front. We'll be here tomorrow. See you then. Thanks for watching. You've been listening to The Real Deal Report. Come see more at our website, realdealmedia.com.